This is the Bladcast, a sometimes fast-paced but usually meandering look at the world, hosted by Christian Blatt. Today, Christian is joined by Will Sterling. So please dim your lights, silence your phones, return tray tables to their upright and locked positions, and get ready for what is quite possibly the longest hour or shortest two hours and 56 minutes of your life. And now, your host, because he won't let anyone else do it, Christian Blatt. Welcome to the Blattcast. Have you ever disturbed your children or family doing this, or does it you always yeah. wait until they're no, done? No, it's uh, it's really disturbing in general. I think <laughs> if they're if the house wasn't empty, uh, and you know, a lot of times I'm down in the garage, so it makes it easier, right? Because you, know, right. you can really go. <laughs> That's fine, you know. Nobody yes. hears it. And um, when we move to the new house, my office will be uh, in the garage. It's already been converted into an office uh, by the current owners, so it's going to be crazier than ever. And uh, welcome to that, and welcome to the Blackcast. Uh, with me, as is so often the case, the one. The only, the Will Sterling underscore. Hello, sir. You know, it's a little less often the case these days. I will say, you know, yeah. the, I feel like there was a there was an evolution of the black cast, maybe a Tell year or two it. ago. The, mm-hmm. the the pool the pool of people really, and it's it's I'm I'm not angry, you know, because yeah, uh, yeah, everybody everybody gets got things to do, but uh, there was a you know a period of many years where it was really just like a core couple of people, and now it's a. Uh, you know, it's it's a rotating stable of of uh, familiar faces and 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 but and regular show people. In in my stable, you're always my top hoe. That has <laughs> never changed. Okay. Uh, Jeff has you know Jeff is number two hoe. You do know, you have but... hoes in different area codes? Yes, I do. I do okay. have hoes in different area codes, and uh, I always keep my pimp hand strong. It's very good. important. Good, good, good. Um, a lot of it comes down to not wanting to impose upon your time and Jeff's time as much as I was. Well, and scheduling too, I know it's hard because it's like getting people together every week to do something is sometimes like not possible. So, And at a certain point, I'm like, they're going to just say no at some point. Like, you know, and a lot of times, you know, I get the opportunity to do a lot of interviews and those end up as black cast episodes. Uh, and, you know, that's just me and, you know, talking to a musician or an author or whatever. So, you know, that knocks it out for a week. And occasionally we'll get celebrity guests like in the chat right now. The Whoa. one, the only Lynn B. Celebrity. A Host celebrity. With I with the most. I don't know about you, Will, hmm. but I have met Lynn B. Oh, wait, she came yes. to the studio one time. You yeah, she gave me a pencil. Yeah, uh, she went to uh, she later. She actually got to meet Felix. She was uh, she? in town and we met up at Bob's Big Boy. Oh. And Felix was a baby. I so can't he's seven goddamn years old now. He is seven years old. It is what crazy. Is it? Lucy, Lucy's almost five, and she's the little one. <laughs> I, and I only met I've only met her like two or three times now. I, there was a long stretch in the span which, of almost five years. There was a, which, like a two years. I, I think not meeting family members is a great theme to carry over. Uh, in my promotion <laughs> for this episode, that's right. I talked about how we sadly are going to have to retire a very long running black cast bit. A three three years, yeah, because yeah, because uh, yeah, that's how long years. you've known Casey. Almost three years, yeah. And um, we were this close to I, me not meeting her. I was kind of uh, when we were walking to the car. I was like, I'm kind of bummed now because the the bit can, doesn't continue. This is officially the end, and it happened in the weirdest 
timing it like was almost like I had hired her to, you know, come around the corner at that exact texted her when we were down the stairs. Like, okay, we'll start walking now. So, no, it's as though someone uh, went back in time and, you know, let them, let her like cut them in line at the supermarket so that she got <laughs> home like two minutes earlier. Cause we, I mean, in my mind, we were already on our way to the. I saw her legs through the bushes coming around the corner as we were walking down. Yeah, the you did. <laughs> I saw them legs through the bushes. <laughs> I think that, that was like, in your wedding vows. That sounds like a, a a kiss song that's in the vault. That'll be out on some box, some demo. I remember when I saw those legs. No, that's more of a gene. Through the, yeah, I, I saw those legs. Through the I bushes. saw those legs through those bushes. Walking out of your middle school. <laughs> but it was okay because you'd been left back three times. <laughs> Even though you were in eighth grade, you were still Christine 17, um, oh. which depending on the states is perfectly legal. Um, but uh, so I, for those three years, I had never met Casey and I don't yes. even think I had been close to meeting her, you know, no, because COVID. Yeah. Hashtag COVID. January 2020 and COVID, you know, lockdown mid-March 2020. So a yep. good portion of that time, you nobody was seeing anybody. Yeah, and even when I would meet up with you in person outside and things like that, I, I don't know. She was away. She went to Boston, right? I mean, at some point. And yeah, from last summer to this summer, she was in. Yeah. She was in Cambridge. So, other members of the black cast had met her. At least it didn't get to the point where Liev met her before I did. No, I guess he didn't. didn't. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, she, oh, did that happen? But no, it didn't happen. No. It he made invited sense. me and her to come over to do like a a, a dinner with him and oh, and his and his then girlfriend not, now wife. That's not what that invite who, was. I'm, I'm he might have said name. it was dinner. I forgot what was her name. Taylor. Her name? Taylor. Thank Taylor, you. Taylor Bujanski. Taylor Bujanski. <laughs> easy to remember last name. Very easy. Yeah, very um, and I was like, yeah, that'd be great. And then I never heard from him again. Yeah, like most get-togethers with him. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I still have about $400 in gift card to Rock and Oh, Earth. man. I yeah, forgot so, about that. Yeah. <laughs> so we we'll go. have to get down there again. To, to that specific Rock and Brews at no, the we, edge of the no, earth? No. Nope. Okay. We can go to, uh, I would like to go to the one, one in Buena Park. That one is, actually, there's, there's the one in Buena Park, which is right by Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah. But there's also uh, the one that we went to for... It was for my birthday in 2015. I went with Ken and Rob Lorich when he the was out here visiting. One. Or the one out there. Yeah, right? yeah. So that's, yeah. I don't know, Redondo maybe? Redondo. I forget exactly where but it is. But yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Or um, we could buy a plane ticket, a cheap plane ticket, just to go to the one in LAX. The <laughs> one in the airport? Yeah. It's actually a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. bought a $59 uh, uh, Southwest flight. Just, yeah, Spirit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, to uh, yeah, and we're we're just here so that uh, so that we can have uh, creatures of the nachos. You know, it's it's disappointing actually that the menu doesn't have kiss themed themed names like that. Didn't they you have know? an Alice Cooper themed hamburger at the time? Yeah, it was uh, the poison. poison. Yeah, uh, and that was when we went before we saw Kiss in Chula Vista. Oh yeah, yeah. And yes. um, I don't think you got it though. I don't think you wanted the poison I hamburger. I thought yeah. you got it. No, I can't. I can't have the spice as much as I love Alice. Okay. Uh, who, whom I've seen perform since the last time I saw you, which was only like a what two Tuesdays ago. Yeah, he was at the Yamava Casino, which used to be known as San Manuel. Oh, you went back and out there. 
Yeah. And, you know, you and I saw Kiss Acoustic there and you performed there. You opened for Dennis there. That's right. And um, it was a modest performance space back then. They have a beautiful like Vegas level theater now, which is where wow. I saw Alice Cooper. Okay. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> that's not the one that we were no. in. It didn't exist then. Which but was now, sort of like a, a large high school auditorium. Yes. Yeah. Y- yeah. Yeah. When I was in middle school, uh, we had a combination uh, gymnasium. Pizza Hut and Taco Bell? No, I wish. It was a <laughs> gymnasium slash uh, cafeteria. And it would, oh. basically there was a sliding wall that you would, you would open and you'd bring out walls. the bleachers. Uh, and it was called a cafetorium. And I've <laughs> never seen a cafetorium anywhere else on Earth. Think- I've ever seen one before or ever. Yeah. Well, if you go to Greenwood Lake Middle School, which that would be problematic because people would be like, what are you doing here? And like, I just want to see the cafetorium. I knew I had to have you. I just had <laughs> I to have the cafetorium. <laughs> um, so wait, were kids like playing basketball and it smelled like uh, like pizza? and hot It smelled like stuff? feet. It always smelled <laughs> like feet. 100% of the time. Because remember, these are middle school kids. So like, you know, you, there was BO, but it, it got worse much later. So it the, only the went the up to eight of yeah. smelly kids' bodies yeah. and cheap cafeteria food. You just imagine a fragrance of microwave cheeseburgers, feet, and just desperation and White sadness. Castle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually on the sign at White Castle. <laughs> it's part of the logo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in any case, cafetorium notwithstanding, which is uh, why I always love these conversations, because I didn't know we were getting to the cafetorium today. But boy, <laughs> am I glad that we did. <clears throat> and I'm like, oh, how many times have I talked about the cafetorium on the broadcast? Dominica Saxon, you can never me. heard it. Yeah, well, they, yeah, exactly. Uh, so it, it's new to you. But uh, yeah, so I, I met Casey and for first of all, very lovely to meet her. I know we only spoke for like two minutes, but it was great. And in all likelihood, I would have met her for the upcoming Halloween party anyway. Uh, Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) We'll see. Yeah. It's if the, yeah, the bit was that I think I even texted you after you invited me to it, that she would be there as the invisible woman. And, (laughs) and like, she's right here. How (laughs) fucking awesome would it be though? If you just saw like floating gloves. And like a hat float, you'd be like, "Oh that shit, she really is the invisible one." Yeah. Have you <laughs> seen a uh, weird late '80s movie called uh, "Amazon Women on the Moon"? I have not. It's a collection of uh, little sketches and fake commercials. At the center of it is like a parody of bad B movies called "Amazon Women on the Moon," <clears throat> and in it, Ed Begley Jr. plays the Invisible Man in one of these sketches, but he's not really invisible so he thinks he's invisible (laughs) so he's like walking around naked and he like you know he just has a shirt on at one point and he's like have you ever seen a shirt dial a phone and everybody's just looking at him and like they can see him so he's not invisible (laughs) i think it was called the son of the invisible man it's a very funny movie from a very specific era uh maybe maybe i'll bring it over on vhs someday and we'll watch it but Prior to the other day, uh, just every so it made sense that both Jeff and Ken had met Casey because she was living in Boston. They live in the Massachusetts. I was not say the Massachusetts area, but that's redundant. It's just Massachusetts. So uh, they both met her and, and Jeff had met her multiple times. But I could perpetuate on the show 
that they were in on it, that this was a big scam, that she didn't really exist, that she was Maris Crane and that Will Sterling disappeared in the middle of my sentence. <laughs> but the idea that we kept going with was that she wasn't real, that she didn't exist. She was uh, Wilson, the next door neighbor from Home Improvement. You know, so many other, uh, you know, unseen, unknowable characters uh, from times in the past. And yes, I'm checking my phone to make sure he's not like, oh, my God, my power went out. But because if the power goes out, he can just hop on on his cell phone and that'll be all right. But I actually met the missus. I met Will's spouse. I got to meet Casey. Uh, she really did show up as we were about to get in the car. It was uh, it, it was lovely to meet her. But my podcast heart died a little bit that day. It was a little sad, this idea that, uh, you know, we weren't going to be able to perpetuate the, the bit. But I mean, there are ways in which I could probably move forward with it. Uh, and uh, Will texted me to let me know that his Wi-Fi is being shitty. And uh, I think that's apparent. Um, and that's okay. Because he'll come back. We'll keep talking. We got lots more to talk about. Um, and I don't know. Let me know if you're disappointed that uh, I've actually met Will's spouse. And we'll go from there in the future, as it were. Uh, I'm going to send him the link on his, uh, his phone. So you see, so just in case the Wi-Fi doesn't come back, I thought... Why don't I just send it to him as a text message? This is exciting. This is behind the scenes. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to say feel free to jump on. Jump on the cell phone. This is very exciting. This is this is how the, the sauce is made. You know, um, I don't know what sauce. This is secret sauce, perhaps, as it were. Um, earlier, Lynn B was in the chat. <clears throat> I don't know. She would stick around. But she said, I'm pushing for Will as the next James Bond. And I think that there's a lot of bias towards having a British James Bond. And I don't know. Uh, Will, I was talking about how Lynn B was pushing for you as the next James Bond. But I think uh, there's, yeah. there's a lot of bias that James Bond should be British, right? Uh, I think there is. But I think it's unfair considering how many superheroes the British people play. Yeah, I mean, American icons like Batman twice and Superman and Spider-Man Spider -Man. and two of our two of our three Spider-Men were uh, British. That's right. I'm sorry, my connection. So I'm trying to reboot my thing here on the computer. because right. my phone Not ideal. I'm trying to reboot the podcast. So, you know, it's really fitting. <laughs> uh I like that uh, your your screen name on the phone is Will Sterling in the field. When have you been <laughs> in the field lately? It's because the last time I did this on my phone, I had forgotten the calendar notification situation. I think it was the Norm episode, actually, and I was like walking somewhere, and oh, I was like, "Oh, yeah. fuck. so I, uh, I I I jumped on on the phone." I do remember that. That was one of those that uh, we talked about it. We set it up and then I sent out the link, you know, the day before and then the day of just completely slipped your mind. So you were in the parking lot at Planet Fitness. I was in the parking lot at Planet Fitness. Yes. Yeah. But that's all yeah. right. Well, 
I'm sure people will appreciate your presence, whether it's, you know, at the fancy microphone with a, a, a well-booted internet. Uh, I was saying that um, if I really wanted to keep the bit about Casey alive, I could really just say like, well, clearly that was an actress that you hired and it right. was too convenient that she came around the bend exactly when she did. And I mean, it was very, it was, it was strangely convenient. Yeah. And if she's not at the Halloween party, then I might have to go back to that idea. I mean, I hope she's at the Halloween party because that means if she's not, then I'm going to be alone. And that's sad. I don't think you're going to be alone. You'll just be throwing it by yourself. I believe there will be many guests. Well, right. But, but you know, without a, without, without a spouse, that's sad. Are you uh, inviting Liev and Mrs. Liev to that event? You know, I haven't, but I guess I could. Yeah. I'd be surprised if they came. I'm going to unplug this and plug it back in. I'm desperate to not do this on my phone. So let's yeah, try to let's see what happens. Right. Well, I'm just glad you're here on the phone while you try the other one. And you know, then what we should really do is we should have you on both. And that won't create a lot of feedback and echo or anything. So there'd be, <laughs> there'd be no problem with that. Oh, uh, and look at that. Now you turned it sideways and we can really see it. You know, <laughs> take on a tour of my house. I know I was there in person last week, which we'll talk about momentarily. But even now on screen, it's shocking how much that place looks like your last place in the valley. That's what uh, a lot of people have said. And it's very true. It's it's an old building. You know, old buildings yeah. are kind of meant to look the same, but it is actually very, very similar. Yeah. Now, the, the reason that uh, young William and I got together last week was one, it had been too long, but two... <laughs> Uh, I was uh, kind enough, my friend Jody, who is a publicist, who gets mentioned on the show periodically because she sets up all of the, well, not all of, but so many of the great musician interviews that I get and some of the interviews, other interviews I get to do. She asked if I wanted to go see Scorpions at the forum. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like fun. And yeah. uh, I, so I was just like, you know, we weren't scorpions weren't something to try and get a babysitter for plus Heather works later than she used to because she works in person on the Disney lot now. So I was like, let me, let me see if uh, young agent Starling, by the way, not as young as he used to be agent Starling. I think that uh, that's worth noting. But <laughs> sad. sad. When, you, when you think about that, we started this podcast in 2013. So you know how much younger you were when we started. I was 25. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You could like just rent a car. You could have been a U.S. <laughs> senator for the first time, you know? 2013. So we did the radio show that long before we started the podcast? Yeah. I, I'd had the idea, but I didn't want to start it until after the 2012 election because that was a just a, a, a miserable soul-sucking experience to the amount of time that it required to produce that show in that presidential election. 2008, it wasn't as much work. for some, Maybe it was because I didn't care as much. I don't know. But in 2012, it just took a lot out of me. So I was like, all right, maybe in the new year. So like January yeah. 2013, we started. So, okay. Yeah. So I remember. Um, in any case, so uh, we went to... So we, we met up. I got to see the new house. I got to see... I got to see the new house and the new spouse. Those rhyme. <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, but there, but there was no mouse, and no one was a louse in the entire right. affair. So, 
we met up and uh, I got to I got to go to a part of uh, L.A. I hadn't been to in a while. And yeah. Will, it was like you were you're just sort of back. You know, you're not too far from where you live for a long time, you know, over near the Grove. So I am. It's funny that, yeah, after all this time, I'm, uh, I'm back to where I started. I've got a, I'm setting up a tripod and getting different headphones because my Wi-Fi won't reconnect. So I think I'm going to have to just phone this whole thing in. I appreciate it. I appreciate your dedication to the cast and the cast of characters watching and listening along. So Jody Best was who is the best publicist. Thank you. Was kind enough to uh, put me on the guest list for Scorpions and uh as it got closer, she said if you can make it, I can put you on the VIP photo list, which led to some, you know, more activities, but uh uh it, it involved getting the uh the world tour vip laminate which meant really nothing it was like <laughs> there were so many people with better laminates than us we well, were don't promised say that if she's listening what's that i said don't if she's listening no to no, the no, podcast. no because i was going to mention that that guy told us we'd get better laminates when we got our tickets yeah. and not only did we not get better laminates but uh, that guy didn't get us our tickets when I wanted them, nor did he get them for me the second time to the extent that I had to text Jody, who then had to like check with the tour manager who had much better things to deal with than where were my tickets. Yeah. You know, and Hey, do you think, you think I should do the podcast? like Ken? <laughs> well, only <laughs> if the room gets so dark by the time that we're done, you're sitting in pitch blackness, you know, I hope he's, I hope he's watching and listening because then he knows that this is what he does every time he joins the podcast. Yeah. But that was, um, yeah, that was like, that's because of the time difference. It was like light when he started and, and then it then, was dark. At the end. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, it was like, there was, there was an annoyance. You and I, we really did some laps around the forum a couple of times. We went back and forth between those two uh, entrances multiple yeah. times. We tried regular will call. We went through security twice to do different things. Yep. We saw we we, we left security. Yep. Uh, back. Yeah. And look, I appreciate the uh, very much getting to see you know rock and roll icons from Germany. The scorpions sure. it was a great time loved being on the guest list that always makes me feel important um but uh who boy fifty dollars to park huh <laughs> oh god well yeah but the food and the drinks were also uh oh yeah no 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 you you, know, you contributed your fair share regular That's regular the- uh concert prices of like it, 18 dollar beers it, and yeah. it, it it would have been great if instead of you know like let me cover the parking and you cover like you know two and a half beers or whatever it was that i drank i don't even remember it, it was just like great we'll just we'll just you know buy our own food because parking was like ten dollars no right. that was not the case <laughs> but uh you know i guess uh i guess they feel like they need to make the money and that that area that's a complex. So where the forum and SoFi stadium, which is where the super bowl was last year or earlier this year, I guess uh, it's very, it's incredibly expensive to park. Uh, when I went to see Paul McCartney, the official, I think the VIP parking was two fifty. Oh my God. And like the cheap parking was like $90 and you, there's like offsite parking that you can do. But I didn't do it for that show. And in hindsight, I could have saved us, you know, 10, 15 bucks. But you live, you learn. We got to have 
a lot of exposure to the forum, a lot of walking around. We did. We got to be in the underground backstage area with all those bands' names on the wall. Yeah, which was actually kind of a cool thing to see. And, um, you know, we, we got to be there because Jody was so kind that she got us onto the, you know, the list, the, mm-hmm. the VIP list. And as part of that, as our video audience is about to see, we got our photo taken with the band. And uh, we, I, I'm still not sure why I was like, let's, uh, let's do separate photos. <laughs> I, thought, I, th- I was like, as soon as I made that decision, I was like, wouldn't it be better for the podcast if there was a picture of us together? But then I think that as it turned out, and this will be the thumbnail for the episode, what I'm about to share. So if you're not watching the visual, you're just listening to the episode, uh, just look at the thumbnail and you'll see this great image that you got of Will. Uh, I would say the only person wearing a Harry Styles t-shirt at the Scorpions concert. Does that sound accurate? Yes, I think that's accurate. Although uh, this was before I was, I received a free Scorpions bandana that then I wore around my neck for the remainder of the evening. Yes. But uh, yeah, I did that picture and then the guy was like, all right, let's do one more. Let's just do another pose. And I just did the other hand and the other eye with the tongue. It was the same exactly. And the photographer was like, okay, that's what we're doing. And then he took it and then he's like, thank you. And I was like, I don't know, man. Because they said before we got in, they were like, all right, just so you know, you can't touch the band. Don't talk to the band. And I was like, uh, or no questions. And I was like, amazing. I didn't have any questions. But I was like, it's just kind of weird leading into that every, like, you know that you're just like, you get no special time with them. So I just ran up to them. I was like, what's up, fellas? How's everybody doing? And then like nobody said anything. And I was like, sweet, amazing. And then the guy took the photo. And then he said, another pose. And then I did another pose. And then I was like, all right, have a good night. And then I left. But we did get these sweet fanny packs, which the fanny packs contained the bandana, which you're also wearing in this picture, which I'll put on the Blackcast Instagram page, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. On Instagram, I'll put all three of these pictures that we have. Uh, but uh, And yeah. a, uh, a carabiner, a scorpion's carabiner. Oh, I forgot you got that, didn't you? You didn't get one? I, you know what? I didn't remember what was in it. I don't even know that I ever opened it because you opened yours, you know? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to leave this picture up for a while because look how fun it is. Look at that. Um, but that experience, because I'm on my phone, I have to like look at my face. And then... That experience is exactly why I have never paid for a meet and greet for any concert that I've ever been to. Because it's not a meet, it's not a meet and a greet. It, it, it's it, it's an M and G. You know, yeah. it's it's like there might as well be a revolving door backstage because of how quickly you're there. And meet and greets used to be cool. Like Kiss used to do ones where you would go and they you would they would do like an acoustic set of like deep cuts and stuff. And it seemed like that was kind of worth it. I think you could bring things to get signed. Um, they got really simplified pre-pandemic. And then post-pandemic, it turned into like, you know, I think I told you this that night. The way Kiss does them now, they stand behind plexiglass because of yeah. Right. So you stand in front of plexiglass <laughs> and yeah. And usually the bands are far away from you. Like people who paid, you know, tickets for the big Motley Crue Def Leppard tour that was over the summer. Uh, the tickets went on sale before the pandemic. So people who bought 
VIPs. They didn't want to give that money back. Right. But they also didn't want to get close to the fans, which maybe they never did. But <laughs> so they like stood on a on on like a stage, like on on boxes, and you could you weren't like within like twenty feet of them. And then I've heard of some where the VIP picture is everyone who pays for the VIP in one group picture. I got one of those. You did? Yeah, because I saw. I was telling you that's like it was uh, three sort of like. Uh, I don't know, metalcore kind of bands, Black Veil Brides, uh, Motionless and White, and Ice Nine Kills. And it was like a triple headline tour, and your VIP was just like, they just did like groups, big groups of people. So it's like all the members of all three bands on the stage behind you, and then like 30 people in front of it, like, hey! And then they're like, all right, next group! And then they bring in like 30 more people. Yeah. I got, I did, They we did like a trivia thing, which was included in the VIP. We got to play some trivia with the band. And I got a personal interaction with Andy Beerzak, who's the lead singer of Black Veil Brides, who I also sort of have a crush on, who's also yeah. a huge Kiss fan, because he said uh, we, uh, we both uh, made jokes about Carnival of Souls. About how awesome it was that they tried to sound like Alice in Chains? Yeah. He, yeah. he was like, I'll, there was some question about Carnival of Souls, and he's like, some, some movie named Carnival of Souls. And he was like, it's also an obscure, like, Kiss 90s grunge album. And I was like, Woo! And he was like, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. And I was like, I sure do. <laughs> and Will was like, Rain! <clears throat> yeah, yeah! Oh, Rain. What a uh, great song. Speaking of uh, Kiss, David House asks uh, about the picture that's on the screen of us uh, backstage. Not that's not backstage, but uh, before the Scorpion show. Is that Will's Gene Simmons pose? Be, uh, you know. I don't know I why. Why just... does the tongue the tongue come out and the and the one eye closed? It's like I, I've just started doing that, and I don't yeah, know. That's why. that's more Popeye than uh, yeah Gene Simmons. That's yeah. just your metal face, I think. You know, that is my metal face. That is your metal face. And look, it was a it was a very uh, metal occasion. Uh, nothing was more metal than me not being able to get my damn tickets and the amount of time we spent. But uh, and they were there I, the whole time. I wish. Yeah, that was. <laughs> and oh, was your calling, media. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm like, yeah. And I was so mad. I was like, I told I gave that guy my ID two times. He's like, this is his first day. I'm like, yeah, obviously. Um, but I would have liked to have seen more of the opening band, uh, Thunder Mother. Which is, I guess uh, I could have. We could have done some research, but once I yeah, figured well, out, I knew that, they yeah. were there, and I've uh, I've you know talked a little bit about the experience on uh, Don Jameson's show over on Compound Media. I talked about how I saw them, and he's actually he's actually very high on the on Thunder Mother. They're a group of uh, Scandinavian ladies. And uh, they sounded cool. And I was like, man, I, I, I should have planned better. But we would have missed some of them no matter what. Because this guy just didn't know where to look for my tickets. That's true. But I did go and listen to some of their music on Spotify afterward. Did it rock sufficiently? or It's good. It's like, a, a, it would be, you know, it's like one of those bands that like if we had watched most of them, like, wow, they put on a fun show. But like listening to the music, it's like, um, I don't know. It's a little bit all the same. It's a little... You know hail, when a little hailstormy? It is a little hailstormy, and yeah. I like hailstorm. But after so long, hailstorm also kind of there's this vibe of like we're playing with scorpions, and we're kind of trying to throw back to the music of this era. But as a result, it sounds it's a little bit corny. You know, like it's fair. They have a song called Elevator, and like in oh, the '80s, yes. I would have been like genius. In 2021, I'm like, 
Uh, I don't, I don't know about the elevator. By the but way, how okay. was Elevator not a spinoff for the film Chopping Mall? Like the elevator oh. was inside the Chopping. Mall. <coughs> you know, Chopping Mall is like one of my favorite B horror movies, right? I do, and I think um, it's all because of that fucking poster. Oh yeah, yeah. I was thinking of Maximum Overdrive for a second because the Maximum Overdrive poster was the Green Goblin truck. Well, I, well, <coughs> I was going to ask you what it was, but then I was like, "Oh, I know what I could do. I could bring, just yeah. look up the well, yeah, bring it up." As I need much to, as I like, go ahead. Where have I not? How come I haven't bought this poster yet? I need to buy this poster. I need to buy a vintage theater. I will spend an exorbitant, needless amount of money on this poster just because I love it so much. Casey will be like, "Why did you do that?" I'll be like, "It's going in our living room." <laughs> I I did it because it's gorgeous. Um, well, there are there are multiple uh, posters, but I, I assume I know the one that you're gonna want to. It's, uh, it's because of the picture and the tagline. Oh my gosh! Well, this is uh, where shopping costs you an arm and a leg. Is that yes. what you're talking about? Yes. Oh, it is pretty shopping cool. mall where <laughs> shopping costs you an arm and a leg. <laughs> it's like it's so awful but great yeah the no, fact that's... that the bad guys in chopping mall are like sentient ai security robots that that kill people yeah that's not the poster i'm thinking but that sounds that oh, that, okay so that's not the one you're thinking i'm of. thinking the one that has like the bag the paper shopping bag and okay. there's like limbs sticking out of it it's okay the people no think... no i've seen that one as well yeah uh, yeah. yeah that that one is uh there's some variations on it actually. Uh, but so that's the one that you need. So anyway, so the, the elevator is a song yeah. that they have is what yeah. you're, is, is what really brought us around to this. It is. Mm, um, I will bring that poster up for you at some point. Um, and uh, 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 Jacob Downey points out, I see a pair of fannies, but our fanny packs oh. are gone now oh. and a couple of cool dudes. So thank you, Jacob. Uh, in any case, I wanted to talk about how uh, we got to. Uh, I, th I think that those were those were great comp seats for a show where I think you know I had you know, six to seven songs that I heard that night that I was glad to hear, and I think you had one, right? You you told me via text. You're like, I was like, I don't know if I know any of those songs besides. Rocky like a hurricane. You're like, sure. I guarantee you know a couple. And I was like, okay, that's probably true. That always happens, right? Yeah. And when we were in line, I was, uh, you had made a joke about Winds of Change. And I was like, oh yeah, I know Winds of Change. And then stuck in my head was uh, Wheel in the Sky by Kansas. <laughs> and I realized that I didn't know Winds of Change. I knew, oh. I knew Wheel in the Sky. And so when I watched a concert, I was like, yeah, I don't know a single one of these songs except oh, for... Oh, okay. I thought, I thought Winds of Change, you know, because obviously we've established you're not as old as I am, but that song kind of lingered around for a while because it's about... It's, yeah, it's possible it's I've heard it It's about the Berlin Wall but... falling down and, you know, the, the end of communism, uh, at least what seemed to be the end of communism in the 90s. But, you I know, see. the reunification of Germany, you know, it was very important to them. It was... Yeah. It was it was a, a song that was important with a capital I. You know how like you two have a number of songs that are important with a capital I. Like yeah. it's a beautiful day. Yes, exactly. It's a beautiful day. Yeah, that's very important. Yeah, that that one where he says uh, "Uno dos tres catorce," whatever that one is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that one. That's a very important song. The uh, so 
you just knew the one song, which we saw because it was a song at the end. Sorry that they the, didn't open with it. You know, was it the last? It was. It was the last last yeah. song, right? Yeah, it was the last song of the encore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I felt bad because I know you you like to you like to duck out a little bit early. I still feel like we made it. No, we rolled out like we were standing up on the stairs as they were finishing it, and then we like we, we saw were... the song end. It, the, yeah, when we saw Kiss in Chula Vista, that was different. We had to drive back like two plus hours That's from true. south of San Diego, and so we had to that... stop at Jack in the Box. Well, yeah, you know what? And we didn't do that after the we forum did trip. not after the forum, but in general, yeah, I know Vista, that's our thing. I don't know why we didn't do it, but. Um, yeah, no, I didn't want you to miss the song that you knew. And I don't think we missed it. I was just, uh, you know, it was like really like, you know, the song proper ended and then there was a little bit of like, okay, let's drum a little bit. Let's like right. a couple more chords. And, you know, we weren't outside of the, the cafetorium part of the forum, the cafeforium. And, uh, that was, uh, that was when we actually like ducked out, but, uh, I hope you enjoyed the evening. We, you know, we were out. Had a couple of vastly overpriced alcoholic drinks. Oh yeah, uh, it was good. I, they and they put on a good show. I mean, like, you know, I know enough Def Leppard, and an, I know quite a bit of Journey. I know enough Def Leppard, but that show, I knew pretty much all the Journey songs, and and maybe half the Def Leppard songs. But yeah. this was, you know, the music is sort of in the same vein as like a, you know, eighties. What, what's the proper term? I say hair metal or no hair. Well, and that's uh, not correct. The, yeah. That that's like, you know, that's like a, Hey, that's our word sort of a thing, hair metal, but mm. it's, you know, late eighties, hard rock, hard rock in general, if you want. But yes, gotcha. a lot of people call it hair metal, glam metal. And yeah. look, there's a channel on Sirius XM called hair nation. So, right. you know, right. Uh, the these bands at least get royalty checks from having the word hair on the channel. So there's That's that. That's true. But uh, yeah, I mean, I would say Scorpions is is more of like a just flat out uh, hard rock band just because they started in actually the late 60s. But the sound really? and the way people know them, it's from the early 70s. Yeah, they were a little different when they started. But okay. uh, yeah, the, like, they, like a hurricane. If, I'd have to look it up, but the song is, is older than I think people think. You know? Oh, I thought it was an 80s song. Okay. It might be. An early uh, yeah. They put on a good show though. All those guys can still play. You know, unfortunately with these bands, like the thing that sucks is like uh, the one person that's always noticeably the most different with like elderly rock musicians is the singer. Cause yeah. you just, it, the fingers and the arms, you can kind of move. You can still play the instruments unless you're, you know, uh, Ace Freely or, or Peter Chris. Well, Ace Freely can still play today, but uh uh, the vocals, you know, your vocal cords, they just say age with the rest of your body and it's, uh, uh, you just can't do it anymore. So I always think it's stupid when people are critical. Like they sat, the, the singer sounded weird. I'm like, yeah, he's like 75. What the, yeah, what's he, he is like, like? 70, Klaus is the singer's name. He is like yeah. 75. He has had vocal problems. It happens. Yeah. It, it, you have to be smart and be like Alice Cooper and sing in your twenties the way that you'll still be <laughs> able to do in your mid 70. Like, like Gene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, right, like Gene sing, yeah, like don't be Paul, don't be Joe Elliott from Def Leppard, and definitely don't be Steve Perry. Steve Perry hasn't performed live in decades. You well, know? is that why that's why he left the band? Well, that was a big part of it. He couldn't sing those songs anymore. You know? Yeah. So yeah, it's like you know, you have to set your you have to set, yeah, you know, and, and like Paul Stanley in the uh in the late eighties, he started like showing off with his vocal yes, range. He really like, got up into that. There, that. there are songs on, on the album Crazy Nights where the producer was like, 
You don't have to overdo it that much. But he like he did, you know. The producer so, actually said that to him? Well, yeah, it was just trying to get him to bring it down a little bit, but he liked to show off. And uh look where it got him. <laughs> but uh, I mean, God bless him. He uh yeah. he he still does his best and you know, it 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 doesn't sound as bad as uh as it could, I suppose. Yeah, no, absolutely. And but yeah, so it was a fun night. Those are good songs and uh you know, it was a good crowd there, you know. Um the um the upper deck may have been uh, curtained off, as they say in the industry, but uh, you know, I don't know that the that Scorpions are an arena band at this point. I don't know if maybe they ever were, but it uh, it was plenty. There were plenty of people there, ready to rock, and uh, that's the third show you and I have been to together. You mentioned the second one, which was Journey and Def Leppard, and. Also, I know that you and I also saw Kiss there at one point, which we also talked about on this show. And uh, let's see, what if I? Okay, yeah. So now I on my phone. Oh, look at now, you, you sound join so back much in on the phone. You sound so much better now. I yes, I'm not on the fucking. Side. I know. I was gonna. I was gonna mute the other one where we just saw like your your arm. But uh, uh, this is I got better. a text message from Spectrum that said we had an outage in our neighborhood. Yeah, you're like so. no shit, Spectrum. Yeah. No. Um, look, it was fun. I was glad it was not as late a night as when we went out to see Kiss and Chula Vista. But we did talk about something that night about how before we went to Chula Vista, you and I saw Kiss at, at what was then called the Staples Center in Los Angeles. It is now the Crypto.com Arena. And we kind of cheaped out on tickets for that show. And it, it ate into our enjoyment a little bit when we saw kiss in 2020, like literally like a week before the pandemic started. <laughs> ah. And uh, I'm glad we saw them in Chula Vista. We were, we had great seats also free, by the way, uh, we had true. great seats. And, uh, but I think that when we see them and it's like really like the last time, I think we've agreed that we're going to have to go all out and I, I'm not getting the meet and greet to take a picture. No, if it's going to be that, then yeah, I'm good. I, we yeah, already, but met, I can I mean, sit behind, I'll the... sit behind the meet and greet seats. Like let them have those couple of rows, Sure. but I'd like to be, I don't know, 10 rows behind the meet and greet, you know? Yeah. And you've already, we've already met, been met and greeted by Paul Stanley and you have been met and greeted by Gene Simmons. That's true. And That's I have a had a personalized cell phone video sent to me by my friend in Oregon from Tommy Thayer. So, I mean, what's fucking and better than that? How many episodes of this podcast did we have Eric Singer in studio with us? We would just put a saucer, a saucer of milk in the corner. He's, and he's, he's, over, the, he's right out of shot. He's oh. in the hallway right now. Oh, my gosh. How great is that? Eric, Eric. <laughs> I, wish that the, I wish that the cat that I'm lives sorry, there. I'm sorry. I'll buy some more. No, it's 2%. Oh, it's so funny because as you did that, uh, yeah. Chuck the Pup walked in. But he's going to go chase him the off. Cat, it's because I'm yelling. Charlie gets uncomfortable when I get. Oh, there. I'm sorry. We'll keep it. We'll keep it down, Chuck. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. So we'll have big plans for whenever, like Kiss End of the Road tour. I mean, it started in like 2018, and you know they had an, an original <laughs> like end date, yeah. and they've just added like hundreds of shows since then. I, if know. I, I mean, I'm not Kiss, and I know that like performing in Kiss is their literally their entire lives. Sure. So in my opinion, I'm like, man, I would have. I would have been like, yeah, I'm not end shows. I'm I'm told I gotta get restless bones. But I'm like, I as much as they say they're really hanging it up, I don't think they're gonna come back. I just think they're gonna like continue to indefinitely prolong this farewell tour yeah. because they like don't know how to quit. Right. Gene can't quit us, but 
I think that they'll they'll probably do like one-off shows and like residencies and things, but I don't think they'll tour. And I think that's going to be the fine print. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, we said it was the last tour, not the last show. Although the the upcoming Kiss Cruise is apparently the last Kiss Cruise with them on it. Oh. So, yeah. You want to go on a Kiss Cruise without real Kiss on it? No, It'd I would be like a lot to go, more affordable. I would like to go on a Kiss Cruise with Mini Kiss. It'll be it'll be a much smaller boat to to see <laughs> Mini Kiss. Um, anyway, uh, there's a, you know, Halloween is, we were talking about the upcoming Halloween party. Halloween just, is in right. the air. They the world is a it buzz. Just, the boats tour through. It's a small world on loop. <laughs> it's, it, yeah, it's a gun. It's all done up as kiss. Yeah. It's definitely a gun. Oh my God. How great would that be? If uh, it was that would be the world, mini kiss cruise. Yeah. The mini kiss cruise. It goes through. It's a it's small, a small world. world. All of the children have kiss makeup. Yes. And instead of the small world song, or we wish you a Merry Christmas, which you get when you go at Christmas time. Uh, it's just Shandy, Shandy, uh, the entire time. Oh God, what a dream! Um, but <laughs> anyway, sorry, I so didn't, didn't mean to cut you off, but I thought that was an important visual. And it's a very important distinction. I would like to go on the mini kiss cruise. The uh, so Halloween is in the air. We'll uh, have some more Halloween themed content, uh, in, in, including probably not our next episode, but in a couple episodes, uh, Will and I are talking right now on Thursday, the thirteenth of October. Tomorrow, evil dies tonight for real, like for we'll realsies see. this time. We'll see. One of them, evil, one, maybe one of them dies. Evil is gonna die for realsies, and um, that movie will be in theaters. Halloween ends. It'll also be on Peacock. And uh, will I know the answer? But uh, how likely are you to see Halloween ends in the theater? Not likely, because it's on Peacock. Correct. If it wasn't on Peacock, would you make yourself go? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I would have seen Halloween kills in the theater too. And I'm I fucking think, glad I didn't. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad I didn't money and trick rock. Oh God. But I do have the uh, AMC a list so I can see up to three movies in a week. I do have the Cinemark movie pass, which yeah. I can, I get one ticket a month. Right. <laughs> That's not so at all. I, I think I don't want to suffer alone. I think I'm hoping it's as bad as the last one. I think I want to no. see it with people. Why do you want that? I want it to be good. I w- no, I want it to be good. So I'll take the chance that it's actually good. And it has to be better than the second one. I didn't think that that first one was, was like amazing, but it was so much better than the second one. Yeah. Just just get back to the the standards of the first one of the current trilogy. I don't mean go back to the standards of the first one ever from 1978. No, I do. Oh, I mean, I, I'm I'm not real. I think that that's unrealistic to want that. So <laughs> to, to, to want it to be good, good, I think is unrealistic for sure. But in any case, I, so that'll be something that we'll talk about in the near future. And I urged both you and Jeff to see the monsters, the Rob zombie monsters that is on Netflix. Yeah. So uh, Jeff was unavailable to join us this week. So we didn't do that yet. Have you watched it yet? Or are you waiting for when we are going to do a show about it? I have not yet watched it. I, I do want it to be fresh. But uh, we have been doing some traveling and uh, I didn't have time to see it. Yet. That's fine. It'll it'll be it'll be fresh in your mind when you see it. Uh, I'm anticipating Halloween ends being a, a particularly bad movie here in 2022. I would love to be wrong. Uh, but as of now, the front runner for sure is the Munsters. <laughs> but before I got to that, yeah. there was a day 
where I had seen what I thought was the worst movie, uh, at least of 2022, but the worst movie I'd seen in a long time. And it's a movie that I know you've seen and Jeff hasn't, uh, which is Don't Worry Darling, Mm. which there was so much buzz ahead of that movie. None of it favorable, you know, and all annoying. It was all annoying because it was all about like, yeah, like, oh, Shia LaBeouf was in it, but then uh, he got fired. But then he had audio that proved, you know, he saved his receipts. He actually didn't get fired. Right. And, you know, and then it's uh, that's how Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles got together. That's what basically broke up her. I don't know if they were married or partners or whatever their their partnership was, but with Jason Sudeikis. So Harry Styles brought her one direction which was away from ted lasso thank you but i i'm sure they were having troubles and things going would, into I that think it so, doesn't yeah. just so happen that way i listen i you know me i, I love harry styles and i sure. don't uh i think i think he deserves better so yeah i just no, don't I think so i think olivia wilde like and also all the stuff that has come out about like i think she's she's fine you know but like uh the the attitude situation of like behave how she behaved on set in terms of what I read of like, she just disappear for like hours. And I think yeah. uh, I get a vibe that she's like had a big hit, made plenty of money, made a good name for herself as a little, she's a little, little big for her britches. And yeah. uh, I just think, you know, I just want Harry to, to get with them. Uh, somebody on his level. Yeah. The big, uh, you know, the big gossip, was I guess the film festival where it looked like Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine when he sat down, which, which so seemed stupid. to not actually be what happened. Right. But what I did tell you after I saw the movie, I would have preferred that he spit on me because it would have been over so quickly instead of the way that he was as an artist spitting on us for the whole movie. And again, not his fault. Performance yeah. is fine for two thirds of the movie, you know? Yeah. For when, you know, when he is the way he is at the beginning of the movie, he's fine. There's no, yeah. I have no problems with him. Yeah, not great, but not horrible. No, no, but not horrible. It's fine. You know, yeah. Chris Pine brings a presence to a movie that we kind of usually get. Right. But before I, I break down my thoughts, what are your thoughts overall on Don't Worry, Darling? And we might get into some light spoiler territory, but I think we can talk about it in a way that mentions that there's a big reveal. Mm-hmm. But for somebody who maybe doesn't believe that it's as bad as I'm saying it is, and they want to be surprised, we're not going to ruin exactly what it is. We're going to talk about how there's something that's different, but I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. It's one of those movies that it's frustrating because there's actually, there's a good movie somewhere in there. Yeah. There is a version of that movie and Florence Pugh is acting her fucking ass off. She's great. Doing so good. Like our, our new, our new black widow is amazing in that. Yes. She's everything is in good hands when it's in her hands, (laughs) including other things. Um, she <laughs> she's all hot. right now you're talking um uh so any like i don't know she's very talented chris pine is committed i don't think he's everyone's like i thought he did a great job acting wise i'm like i don't think he was really trying all that hard i just think he's talented and charismatic that when he yeah. knows he needs to flip the switch to sort of be stock talented charismatic actor he can just kind of always give that performance at his baseline so for him it's like one of those things where like you know the phrase of like you'll, you'll see bad movies, but certain actors are never bad in those movies. Like he's gonna be fine. Florence Pugh is always gonna be fine. Harry Styles was like, you know, not great, but not the worst. But he's fine. You know, I mean, in 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 you know, as the part as it's written for him, the way that the movie starts, he's fine in it. You don't watch him and go like, 
Oh my God. Shia yeah. LaBeouf would have been so much horrible. Better. Right. <laughs> I can't know. imagine actually, because Shia LaBeouf is such an intense actor. Yeah. That, that character would have been 180 degrees. And, and it would have been, he was going to be the Harry Styles character, not the Chris Pine one. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cause but I like, could see that that would make more sense if he was the Chris Pine character. He does seem more of like that. Chris actual... Pine's a better choice, yeah. but I could see considering Shia LaBeouf. I can't, that character in part would have been so different. Um, yeah, which would have been agree. interesting. Maybe that's, maybe that's part of it. But, uh, yeah, I, I, the production design was beautiful. I love like the Palm beautiful. Springs vibe and there's so much, there's a technical element to it. That's really nice. Um, for, because of all the drama surrounding it and Olivia Wilde, I didn't know that she was actually in the movie. I so didn't when either. I saw her in the movie, I was like, you're also in your this fucking movie too? <laughs> like after all this, everything, yeah. you breaking up your marriage and your kids and you're dating Harry and you're disappearing on set for hours and you're you're you, sound, a, you, you sound like Cobby. Breaking up the marriage yeah, and the kids and the people and the things. Camille! And in her in the video to Shia LaBeouf, she calls Florence Pugh Little Miss Flo. And I was like, that is the most patronizing, condescending way to talk about your fucking lead actor, who's that, a patented movie star, and you are not. Uh, that and sounds then like something your mom would say movie? when you have your period for the first time. Oh, our Little Miss Flo. Little Miss Flo come. She came. She's a woman not Flo now. from uh, Progressive, but we're getting Progressive now. Um, <laughs> uh, so I didn't know she was in the movie, so I was like, I don't like you in this. I just, uh, no. you know, she's rubbing me the wrong way these days. But yeah, it's focus the on the directing part. Don't yeah. focus on your performance. Which yeah, showing it. Was... You don't show up to direct, but you show up for your fucking scene. Yeah, and, and a different like director would have told her, her to uh, notch it down a little bit, performance wise. It was everybody could have notched it down performance wise a little bit, except for Florence Pugh. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah, except for Lomas um, Flow. So <laughs> Lomas Flow. So there, there are things to like about it, but as far as yeah. like a movie goes in a story, it's not that third act reveal is completely not just unwarranted, but not it's it's too it's another movie. It's like yes. let's take a different twist from another movie and just insert it into this movie. So when it happened, I was like, oh wait, what? I thought the oh. All right. Uh, and there's zero explanation for it. Nobody. It just is another thing that I was like, oh, no, I understand thematically what statement they're trying to make. And now it's worse because you're making it so badly that it feels so disingenuous and shitty. Uh, and yeah, it was all downhill from there. It was a uh, M. Night Shyamalan level twist that they gave you. Uh, I'm not talking about like his worst ever, but it's also, I mean, it's, it, it, it's not, it, it, it's not even unbreakable, which I'm on record as to personally not liking, yeah, uh, but that's, and it's mostly me. It's me and my friend that I saw it with so far. The two of us are the only ones that really don't like it, but you know, it was definitely one of those like, aha, just for the sake of aha. And yeah. you're like, I remember this was, I've seen, I've had this happen other times. But this was the movie where the most people were laughing at moments that were clearly intended 
dramatically. Like yes. They were just laughing at performances, but also writing Makeup. and reveals. There's yeah. just a lot of things that people were laughing when they should not have been. I also got that same laughter. And yeah. I remember being like, they're all laughing i i remember being like this is was, just a ridiculous writing thing yeah and I, I i didn't instinctively want to laugh but apparently everybody else did and i was just like oh yeah this is that's a bad that's a very bad the, sign this wasn't as bad for you as when uh, uh agent romanoff jeff's girlfriend laughed during aquaman right this wasn't as bad as that <laughs> i don't know why i got so upset because i was, was surprised like a, i think it's it because was like I was a patrick wilson how much i moment. liked aquaman and yeah. it's like, I didn't anticipate like really enjoying it. So watching a second time, I was like, this is such a fun movie. She's like, yeah. this is so dumb. I was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, after I saw Don't Worry Darling, I went on a bit of a, a tweet storm. The uh, the kids were away at the in-laws and uh, I don't even remember where Heather was. But Heather, you could, you oh, could Heather was up in line. the bottle and get mad on Twitter. Well, so I, I noted that there were more people laughing in the audience during the third act of Don't Worry Darling at moments that were in no way intended to be funny than in the entirety of Confess Fletch, which is true. And Confess Fletch was okay. It's is not. A, is that a, it, another Chevy it's a, Chase? It's sequel? the character of Fletch, which is from a series of books, but John Hamm is Fletch. It's not a, a Chevy Chase level comedy. I actually thought it was okay. I thought it when, was amusing enough. When did this What's come that? out? Uh, it was it was like the week before I had seen it, so that's why I was using it as comparison. But wait, so this movie, this Fletch movie, just came out within the last few weeks? Yeah, I've never heard of it. Well, yeah, they didn't market it well. <laughs> it sounds like they didn't market it at all. Uh, also true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and what I was trying to say earlier, what and I, I worded it better in my tweet on September 30th. Harry Styles may not have spit on Chris Pine at their screening of Don't Worry Darling, but I feel like he spit in my in my face for the entirety of the movie. I would have actually preferred it. Um, and then also we can do away with all standardized intelligence testing. Going forward, all we need to do is show someone Don't Worry Darling. And if they walk out saying they thought it was good, you know they're an idiot. But I have to put a caveat to that because you may live in a house with someone who thought that they liked it. So uh, I do. I, I might. I might. This is just it. what I said in the moment. Yeah. But what it all came down to. Who's going to get you canceled in 10 years? From me ten, specifically. Oh, I'm going to be like, you said this you. about my spouse. <laughs> um, but it all comes down to the fact that I feel like it's not fair that so much of the conversation about Don't Worry Darling focused on the behind the scenes drama and these real world interactions between cast members and former cast members, because it really detracted and distracted from the fact that it was just such a truly awful, awful movie. And again, it starts off in a way where you're like, okay, yeah, this could go somewhere. Yeah. And then it just goes somewhere. And, you know, let's just say a, a very recognizable actor uh, is, is portrayed very differently on screen and it doesn't work even a little. <laughs> It would have worked if it was a, another recognizable actor. If it was Will Sterling. Oh, yeah. I, would, I wouldn't have even needed the makeup. I could have just no. gone as is. That's true. You, yeah. You're like, I've got the stash. True, with the mustache, yeah. Yeah. Just going so, to <laughs> But, I mean, that's the thing, too, is that I, I wanted to be like, all right, good, all the, all the buzz about it that's negative, I'm going to see it and be like, you know what, it's not so bad. That was it's my good. thought on uh, Confess Fletch. It wasn't so bad. It wasn't yeah. as funny as I wanted it to be, but it was okay. John Hamm is an engaging fellow on the screen. Sure. Uh, you know? Um, so I was all right with it. 
And I had remember. seen a movie just I saw two movies that day, and this was this that was the second. What was Dora the first? Darling. I saw a movie called Pearl, which was very good. Is that a uh, horror movie? I think I asked you this movie. when I saw you. It's a horror yeah. movie, right? It's a horror movie, and uh, I didn't know what to expect, and it was uh, exquisitely done. If people have seen X, it's the prequel to X. This is Ty West, who's a great filmmaker. And uh, I was like, man, what a fucking amazing movie. That was that was great. And if then, it's the prequel to X, does it mean that it's the pre-pre-pre-prequel to Triple X? Yes. Yeah. With Vin it's, Diesel. It's, it's actually Vin Diesel as Baby Groot before he because i don't know if you know but as groot continues to grow he just eventually turns into vin diesel he's still in the you know that, in the growing process that third act of guardians volume three when they're they don't have like a tree that they have to animate and it's yeah. just vin diesel just him it, maybe he's got like a tree costume on like from maybe. like a like an elementary school play you know <laughs> and he's like what kind of tree would i be that that'll be the plot line it's like what if Groot just wanted to be human and then we get to see all this footage of him as like Vin Diesel but what if he what if what if he then starts uh, racing cars really fast and then goes into space in the 10th movie or did well, he go into he, space in the ninth movie I don't even uh, know ninth but he doesn't yeah. go into space Ludacris oh. and uh what's his name are the really loud guy oh I've I've seen Tigers. half an hour. I've, I've seen like half an hour of Fast Six, perhaps. So I don't, I don't know why I, I keep. Doing I don't it really myself. know them. Yeah, it's all right. I, I get it. Until look, look yeah. I'm I'm going to see Halloween ends in the theater. So like, why do we all do the thing? And for me, for, as somebody who says that that's like my favorite horror franchise, you think that I would do it? That's how burned I feel by the last movie. Yeah, like I, I, if the thing. Sorry, if this was the direct sequel to the one from like 2019 or whatever and say that yeah. middle one didn't happen, you would be like, yo, I'm totally seeing in the theater, right? A hundred percent. Yeah, but, for sure. But knowing that it's the same writer director for all three movies, I'm like, we're not getting a new perspective. We're not getting a tonal shift. We're not getting a different sort of cinema, like a different cinematographer with a different style or voice. Yeah. Different composers. I mean, I love John Carpenter, but it's like, I get it. You know, we've now we've done it. We did it twice in the new movie. Uh, it's the same thing. So I'm like, aesthetically, it's going to be in the same. Uh, I want it to be good. But if I don't even care for the 2018 one all that much. Agreed, by the way. That's not a great. This is not a good sign for. I think if they only made that one and, you know, when they trap him at the end, he actually died. I would Correct. probably I would have been like, OK, you know what? They did a good job wrapping it up. It's fine. I would have been less pissed because once they're like, oh, we're making two more. I was like you know and you know me and how i feel about the star wars project there's nothing i love more than things that inherently have no stakes when you know that there are more movies like when they're like evil dies tonight i'm like sure it doesn't because the next one's called halloween <laughs> ends so please don't make definitive statements about what's yeah. supposed to happen in movie. <laughs> don't you dare say evil <laughs> dies tonight when we know that evil, evil dies for next at least, time it'll live for at least one more year yes and that's you know that's a, that's until the next reboot, which yeah, let's be honest, e Listen, evil will never die. I got a great idea, I'm telling you, but uh, no one would ever let me make it. It's too controversial. Do you want to tell me? Not on the podcast. I could keep the secret, keep it safe All for right. Gandalf. That's yeah. fine. Um, well, I think that uh, we'll convene and we'll discuss. I know Jeff expects to watch uh, Evil Dies for Realsies uh, on Peacock. Uh, so we'll get together uh, sometime next week. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the monsters. But Will, I don't know what kind of plans you have for Black Adam. Oh right, I would we like, talked about seeing that. I would like Excuse to keep together. our trend. You and I saw 
the Batman together. Yes. Uh, I would like to see perhaps uh, Friday afternoon, not opening night. It's a little tricky for me on Thursdays right now. The kids have Mandarin class. I could do late night. But oh, um, cool. considering your new location where you live, yeah. I would love, underlined, to see it at the AMC at the Grove. Now, I know oh, yeah. you have you have a Cinemark That's subscription. Okay. That's but okay. I have That's the like AMC my pass. Yeah. And uh, I believe uh, T-Mobile is going to be giving me some movie money so i can knock five dollars off of your admission cost wait thanks you can T-Mobile. can you do a thursday possibly that, I, I can I, it has to be late though it has to be like that's fine my thursday possibly, is wide open right now possibly 10 o'clock but so friday during the day wouldn't work for you oh um yeah i could probably do friday during okay. the day all right so that won't be our next episode but uh in a few episodes we'll talk about black adam and you know me I want to go in and I want to like it. I want to enjoy it. But would, I, have you already asked the question why he has to be Black Adam? It's a great why, question. Why can't he just be Adam? Why can't he just be Adam? Also, why is Doctor Strange so strange? <laughs> why is he so strange? <laughs> just, just be a doctor. Doctor Fate makes more sense. Fate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes way more sense. Not strange. So, uh, so that that'll be stuff that'll be coming up to you, uh, coming up for you guys uh, and and gals and and people uh, in the weeks ahead. Uh, but uh, next episode is really going to be we're going to really double down. I, I can't wait for you and Jeff to see monsters. <laughs> I, it's one of those things that I know I'm going to be like, God, I wish I could turn this off, but I, yeah, but I, that, just that's the trailer the little, alone looked you, worse you, than a student you film. both have to finish it there's no like oh i watched 20 minutes uh, is there like, a, no you had to watch the rest is there a teaser besides, at the, end of the credits for months you, two you need to see seventh Shepard. doctor sylvester mccoy that's possibly true. the role of a lifetime it's probably the one thing that's mildly entertaining about the movie you'll see <laughs> he's actually the worst um, part of it. in in any case so that's stuff that you'll have uh over the course of the rest of the month uh, we just wanted to touch base, talk about Will Sterling and I being rock believers for the That's Scorpions. Right. Are you a rock um, believer? I like the yeah, way he. Like you're a rock believer. Yeah, oh, exactly. yeah. Put your hands in the air if you're a rock believer. Yes, Fraulein. Are you a rock <laughs> believer? That's great. Ich bin ein rock believer. Rock believer. Uh, so, uh, but uh, I'm glad, glad we had this time together. Uh, if people want to keep in touch with Will Sterling, I know they go to at Will Sterling underscore, but what's been happening over at History Rated R? I admit I've fallen behind. I still listen, but I, I'm probably like two months behind at this point. Um, we've just been making episodes. You know, that's what's happened with it. What's uh, But you guys got through all the presidents. And so now is it just like, let's pick a moment in history that we're interested in? Or is it, uh, is there a, is there a rhyme? Is there a reason? <sighs> we did finally get through all those goddamn presidents. Um, yeah, no, like, no rhyme like or reason. Eight, eight of those presidents were good, and like most of them were douches, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah we did a lot of episodes. Um, we we kind of shake it up. We sort of follow a theme here and there. We did uh, we we piggybacked Mary Wollstonecraft for Craig and I traded places. I told told about Mary Wollstonecraft, and then after that, we did like a brief history of 21st century feminism. So you know, <laughs> nothing like two men. You do hey, a great work for the ladies. You can um, put on your resume resident feminist for the black cast because even like when you consider the women that we've had on regularly, like there is no world in which Zia Anderson is a re- resident feminist for the black cast. <laughs> you still outranked her as resident. Maybe, feminist. Uh, uh, 
Kate. Oh yeah. Name? Kate, Kate. Yeah. Kate Cornell. Yes. Yeah. She would actually, she would be a good candidate. That's she, true. Yeah. I'm not trying yep. to I, listen. I make space. I'll take a backseat to the ladies. Yeah. This is a, this is a title you're willing to relinquish. Yeah. I don't want to be the resident. It's just, yeah. If somebody, you know, this happens to be. It's, it's also, just, I have, I have a rule about men who, who make a big point of calling themselves feminists as usually secretly being pieces of shit. So, uh, you're like, there's nothing no. worse than a guy who has to like remind people that he's like a, a, a proud and or good feminist. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, do the work. Well, and, uh, and, and that extends to, you know, people who basically like start something off. It's like, well, of course I'm an ally. Yes. But that's right. Know, and so that, that's like about, you know, whatever group you were about to say you're an ally to. The <laughs> fact that you started your statement off with it means, you know, you're probably an, an ally in name only. I am in a short story writing competition and uh, we leave feedback on people's stories. You can read stories and leave feedback. And, stuff. and uh, somebody left feedback on a story that I read. And the, in the first like second sentence, they were like, this might sound a little bit racist, but I. Yep. <laughs> as soon as you say that. Yeah. I was and like, look, that's, that's a point that going back 15 years ago, Dennis Miller used to make on the, on the radio show is he would say it about politicians, about public figures, he'd say it about people who called in, is usually when somebody has a declarative statement with a big but yes. in the middle, the second part usually doesn't matter. What went before the but is the thing you need to circle and really, yes. you know, the, the, this might sound racist, but, yeah, you know, I have nothing against women, but... <laughs> <laughs> but by the way, let me just amend that. I have nothing against women's butts. No. Yeah. Of course not. Uh, uh, I like big butts and I cannot lie. Mm -hmm. And I'm also a rock believer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's fun. I think I have we had fun. Um, anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> the bandana is right here. So, uh, yeah, just look for History Rated R uh, wherever you find your podcasts. Um, I still think you guys should do a, a live stream episode at some point so you can uh, engage with fans, but oh, uh, you know, idea. I'm inviting myself out that's to Long idea. Beach for whenever you record uh, the uh, Wizard of Oz special. You're going to be, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to chat with Craig and we'll, we're going to arrange it. Cause I don't think he knows as much about it as you could know. So you might have to be our expert. I, I got a handout in 11th grade. And uh, I learned everything from that. And I was fascinated by it. I say, I actually probably still have it because it like, it blew my mind so much. Really? Yeah. Go find this handout. Bring it. We'll take I'll, a picture. I, of it. I know where to look for it. I may not actually <laughs> still have it, but um, I have looked up this information online because I will, I'm that guy who brings this up at bars sometimes with groups of people. Can you, you fill? Yeah. Can you fill Wizard like 25 is, minutes of this? What's that? Can you do like 25 minutes on it? Easy. Okay. You know, you know me. When when have I ever had trouble filling content? Uh, <laughs> Listen, you know, I'm like, look, I got a, I got a tight eight minutes on that, but uh, don't ask for twelve. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's something people can look for in the future. And of course, uh, you can find me at Christian DMZ. Please subscribe to the Blackcast YouTube channel. You'll get this show. You'll get all the interviews that I do. You'll get Marvel movie news. Uh, we got a we got to dust off Biden time in time for the midterm elections. Uh, so there's a lot happening. Uh, so please subscribe. Please find us all. And uh, we will talk next week. We'll talk monsters. We'll talk evil dying tonight. And then we're going to talk <laughs> Black Adam. And we will do all of that next time on the Blackcast.
Bladcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Bladcast. That's B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. You can also subscribe to the audio version wherever podcasts are found. Like The Bladcast on Facebook, follow at Bladcast on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Farad Muhammad, and if you want me to voice your podcast intro, you can find me at Twitter and Instagram at F-A-R-D-M-U-H-A-M-M-A-D. We will see you next time on The Bladcast. Hope I'm saying this right. The Blath Cast. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.